everyone welcome to another episode of the magical girl's guide to life a disgustingly girly podcast by a disgustingly girly adult (laughs) and today's theme or today's point of discussion is running a small business and i'm here with a superstar sharifa (laughs) a superstar So tell the people who you are, what you do, and the business that you run. Yes. Hi, everybody. My name is Sharifa. Um, I'm also known as Pastel Dots on Twitter and Instagram. Um, I am a designer, and I am the creator and designer for my online brand, Sweep It. You may have seen me around online or at conventions or pop-ups in the area. I design a bunch of cute stuff. Like the shirt you're wearing. (laughs) Like the shirt I'm wearing. This is a brand new design, too. So this isn't out yet. Oh, exclusive. Yes. (laughs) Yeah, I've been, I have been closed for like the last year because I got married recently and I needed a long break after all of that. So I'm planning reopening at the end of the month. So you guys look forward to that. Ooh, and congrats on getting married. I saw your wedding pictures and I was like, yes. (laughs) <laughs> it was the fairy tale that I wanted. <laughs> it definitely looked like a fairy tale. I was like, get it, girl. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, you know, as you know, and the, the watchers, listeners, watchers slash listeners know, I also, I too have a small business. I've had so many small businesses. Um, and so this topic is really like near and dear to my heart as well. Um, so I just wanted to ask you what challenges you faced as a small business owner. There's like a lot. <laughs> there's so much and there's like so many different types. I think in the beginning, definitely for me, I went into like starting my business completely blind. You know, I was like, I was fresh out of college and I was, um, working a very corporate job and I'm like, I want to start something where I can just like put all my creativity into and I always wanted to like start like a t-shirt shop so I'm just like let let me google and figure out how to do that so I definitely like went into like this whole process blind not really understanding just creating stuff putting it on shirts let's figure out what happened so there's definitely been like a lot of growth since then a lot of Mm -hmm. you know classes and learning that definitely was like a huge thing Mm. yeah and that and like working balancing uh work as well along with it it's it's so much yeah how do you <laughs> find sure the time you understand that oh yeah, uh, yeah. i cry a lot oh <laughs> i feel you <laughs> <laughs> i get asked that so much like how do you balance everything because like yeah. i also i'm a freelance designer so i have like a lot of like freelance branding clients that i work with as well like with my day job and i'm just like i cry a lot Oh, I take no. a lot of naps. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> but those are the times where I really have to, like, focus on really putting my time out and dividing my time up. Like, all right, you have to take a break during this time slot so you don't overwork yourself. Mm-hmm. I think overworking myself is definitely, like, a really huge challenge for me, especially just being, like, a, a solo person running this. Oh, yes. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure you can relate. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Especially when you have like big orders. Like when I used to do pins um, and then it was like hundreds of pins and I was just sitting cross-legged on the floor like, 
pushing each pin into each like backing card. The worst. Oh my yeah. gosh. <laughs> each one in the plastic, making sure you get the right one and the right addresses. And then the customer service too. Like Yes. Yeah. People oh don't gosh. know how doing hard pins, it is. especially doing pins. Like every time I'm just like pricking my fingers as I'm trying to pop them through. Mm-hmm. these backing cards i'm like it's just for the sake of the brand it's okay. right 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 <laughs> oh man yeah so do you have Sorry. like people in your life who kind of help you because i know i've i've put like men that i've dated to work i put like my friends to work <laughs> and i'm like please Listen. come over and help me not to like gush about my husband, but he is yeah. like the number one like sweepers production person. I'm like, babe, we gotta press out some shirts. He's like, I got the heat press going already. I'm like, cool. Like, he's my backup for like everything. Aww. If I'm um vending at cons, one of my close friends from high school actually, she's like, I'm gonna be at the con at this time. You got bathroom breaks? I'm gonna come and like hold down the the booth I'm like awesome thank you I need that like my friends are very supportive and like they definitely like come through when I need them yeah even like doing like these photo shoots and stuff I'll like I'll text my uh my makeup artist I'd be like hey are you free I have a photo shoot idea they're just like say less we'll be there like yes my yeah my support system they're amazing to like help me get through this and even some of my business coaches um Imani Brown, uh, IP Kawaii. She's uh, not only my tattoo. <laughs> yes, she's my everything. She, I always say I'm a, I'm a product of Imani because she's my business coach and like she's my my go to if I need help if something happens. Like I had um, a bad situation. I think it was 2018, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't even remember the name of I don't remember the name of the brand because I was so traumatized from this situation. Uh, but it was definitely, I was definitely de- dealing with a, a huge Karen and they, um, they were trying to accuse me of art theft. And, you I know, remember that. you know, us kawaii designers, we all have like a lot of overlap in our themes and motives and stuff. And like, what I did, it was, it was an old design. It was something like a bear head with like X's for eyes and ovals for cute cheeks. Like something that's very common. Yeah. But instead of like, you know, most artists, if you see somebody who may have um, something similar to you, you can message them and talk to them. Most times people will be like, oh no, I'll take it down. Like, mm-hmm. but this, this person, she didn't do that. Instead, she actually immediately went onto her, um, her Instagram story and like she was a much bigger account than me so that alone was daunting but she went on her Instagram story and like used me as an example of I'm going to show you how you get people's stuff taken down if you feel like they stole from you (gasps) and it was so crazy she was like showing how she's on my website finding out where my platform was all of that and like I was like whoa whoa and then people started commenting on old posts call, saying I'm a thief. And I'm like, oh, my goodness. And then, Yeesh. boom, I get a DCMA email and all of this stuff. So I'm like, what is going on? I don't know what to do. And mm-hmm. I messaged a girl, you know, just to be like, hey, maybe we have a miscommunication or something or whatever. And she, like, sent me something very scathing back. I was like, how dare you try to fight this? I was like, okay. So I messaged, <laughs> like, 
it, it was I was so struck by this. So I messaged Imani. I said, Imani, please help me. <laughs> and she's like, she's like, here's this is my art lawyer. Talk to her. She'll set you up. And it's this nice, amazing black woman art lawyer who came and saved the day for me. And she's like, this girl doesn't have any grounds to like because it's like just girl she's threatening to sue me and like all kind of stuff yes and i was like i did not know what to do i was just like in tears but i'm so thankful for imani and my lovely lawyer who was just like i got you like don't even worry this girl really has no grounds however you can't build a case for defamation because she was like really like publicly lying on me mm-hmm. and it was so crazy like I didn't even like put that design back up like it was something old I didn't mind remo- removing it but yeah. that situation was just so like hard for me as like an owner to deal with because I-, I felt like my integrity was being challenged yes, and stuff oh my like gosh, that the worst. yeah and like recently um it was a-, a bot account for like a really big account had started following me and I was like oh my gosh, is this happening again? And I remember, like, I told my friends, I was, I was like, anxious about it, like, all day. I had to go to my no. boss, like, at lunch break and be like, talk me down. I cannot get out my head. Just for my friends to be like, it's a bot account. Don't worry. But I'm just like, that whole situation affected me so badly. So, like, mm. it was definitely a learning it was definitely a learning situation on like, all right, I need to have like some kind of art lawyer in my back pocket if I need to, but also be very wary that of, you know, how other people might just treat you without even talking. And it's right. tough. It'd that be tough because ex- especially when you're like a smaller brand, you're really like trying to come out and it's already harder being like a black brand in this very white, white dominated like community. It sucks, but yeah. you're still here floating. <laughs> Oh, I'm no. trying to make it. See, I'm glad you <laughs> I'm glad you moved past it. I mean, I know emotionally, like it's still in there, but some mm-hmm. people would have folded. Some people would have been like thrown in the towel and all of that. But yeah, you kept going and that's like commendable. And that lady Paint. can suck it. <laughs> yeah, that lady can suck like, it. Like, that like also like motivates me to be like, all right, I'm definitely going to like work on better stuff because I'm not going to let this like keep me down or somebody say this about my brand. I'm like, well, I'll show you, lady. Yeah. But I, it was so, it was such a situation. My my husband was so mad for like a week. Was She's she like, how, dare, how dare she? <laughs> was she a person of color? Like, where she, no. was she? Oh, okay. This was a okay. Karen. This one, I said this was a Karen. Wow. Yeah. It was, it, yeah. It felt That's like one horrible. of those situations and I I just did not know what to do. But I'm like, I'm thankful to have like people I can talk to who are like into this whole business and understand the the things that come along with it and what to do when these situations yeah. happen. Like, I'm so thankful. Lord. Yeah. <laughs> That's why, like, I, I asked, is she a person of color? Because I feel like with us, like, we have kind of all bonded maybe not all of us I don't know but like at least some of us have like yeah bonded through business through being like black people in business and like you said in the space that's like usually dominated by white people mm-hmm. um and I say not all of us just because I know there's like a ton of people I don't necessarily know yet but yeah I for me like there was there's been a few times where someone has like literally actually copied my stuff like not just like that situation where that lady just felt like being a jerk. 
I was about to cuss. I was really, I was holding a lot back. I, I had to remind myself, like, keep it, keep the filter on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, she was being a jerk, but I've had some people like kind of like copy my designs, and then you know it was like other black women, but who I assumed were younger than me. And what I did was I just I DM them, and I was like, hey, you know, people are sending me this stuff, like you need some help on like developing a, a brand and da, da da and everybody was like oh thank you for telling you know and it's just that easy like you don't it's, have to go it's and- that simple right exactly. like we're, we're all out here trying to do the same thing like we can help each other out here there's no need for that kind of like negative energy towards each other like mm-hmm. i hate it <laughs> yeah yeah that's so lame i'm sorry you went through that but just know that the people have your back (laughs) the the people sure did because when i told some friends and they're just like "Uh uh-uh who is this put her up last i'm like i'm not going to do this but thanks (laughs) yeah i'm the kind of person like if you tell me people are being like rude i will slide into that comment section I'll slide right on in and give a nice little polite read. But <laughs> okay, so to shift gears from like the kind of more frustrating parts, what is the most rewarding part of owning your own business? Oh, there's so much. Um, definitely for me, just as a creative, like seeing something that like I doodled in my work notes being like produced into like full final product is always like ah I created this and it's so nice to have something like tangible that you made that that's like always will like be number one for me because it always it feels so good to finally bring something to life um another one would be um when I'm bending at conventions I love just getting to meet everybody who's like I follow you online and oh I bought this last con or we see everybody in your fanny packs that's that's been like the main one and it every time somebody tells me that I'm just like what yeah oh really? <laughs> it was so cute i'm like this is such a cute idea how adorable. thank you like i'm almost like finally almost sold out of them i have like so many ideas of what of more of what i want to make but, like the fanny yeah. packs those are those are always like like the number one things people tell me about and just seeing people's reaction to it and just saying like oh i love your brand i love the stuff that you make i can't find this anywhere and i'm like oh yeah (laughs) because sometimes i'll just be making stuff like this is cute i'm gonna make this i hope people like it and then i'm always still surprised that like y'all really like my stuff like dang it's the imposter syndrome i'm working on it though oh i feel that deeply like (laughs) especially the whole the surprise of people liking stuff because i remember i was like laying in bed one day and i was like man i really like bread and so i literally just (laughs) Put that on a shirt. I remember the shirt. And I was just like, yes, I do love bread too. Right. And it was so simple. Just yellow text. I like bread. And then I was like, shoot, here y'all go. And resonated with everybody. I'm like, okay, so bread is a universal concept. Yes. But yeah, I I feel you on what you're (laughs) I feel you on what you're um saying about like seeing something in your head and then like boom it's a thing you know like mm-hmm. like honestly the fanny packs are an incredible idea so I can't wait until you continue on and you make more cool stuff because I will be buying <laughs> <Yay>. <laughs> yes if you kickstart I will be 
What's the word? Yes. Donating? Donating is not the word, but you get what I'm trying to pledging. say. Uh, pledging. Pledging. There we go. Yes. <laughs> I will absolutely be <laughs> pledging. Okay. So you've mentioned your day job. Um, mm. What do you do? And then I know you said it's tough and you like you, you cry because of the time that you, know, <laughs> that you don't have. But yeah, what do you do for work and how does it contribute uh, to your business? So my job, look, my job contributes to my business because it pays. It. Yeah, <laughs> but <laughs> I work as a um a webmaster and designer for an industrial Japanese company. Uh, I work in the marketing department, so I get to do all the fun and interesting stuff, though. So yeah, it's like it's real super corporate boring stuff like if you want to talk <laughs> about gears and motors sure i could probably tell you about it but it's boring yeah. stuff and it's hard to make boring stuff like that interesting and exciting but it does pay the bills and it yeah puts all the energy in my shop and like my i'm lucky to work for like a company who's like really big on our job development so like um the the adobe max conference i'm about to go to in a couple months they'll send me there for free because they're like you're gonna learn stuff and i'm like yeah. i sure am gonna learn stuff <laughs> and enjoy la hey. so, <laughs> so they they really like help i like use all the resources to like if i want to learn new skill let's do this or what well, let's learn about photography today on my spare time between my job stuff not yeah. to sound like I'm not doing my job while I'm at work oh. <laughs> but it's fun yeah. I work in marketing that's like um I minored in marketing when I was in school so I'm doing what I studied and I it has its days as most jobs are <laughs> yeah it could be frustrating because corporate is very corporate and being like oh, a colorful black girl in corporate it could be quite an experience Mm -hmm. I'm thankful for like my um my homegirl at my job just became my supervisor which is so clutch Ooh. like we're finally getting to the point where millennials are like getting to the higher like positions so we're all kind of just like helping each other pull up so that's always great and I appreciate Aww. them yeah yeah those girls they definitely make this they definitely make this like easier for me for sure <laughs> mm. so where do you see uh, sweet bits going in the future like do you want to like super corporatize it or what do you think I don't know because like <laughs> I have I have so much ideas for like my brand because sweet bits like to me like I view it, it's my passion project really yeah. truly and it's any my fun ideas that I just kind of like want to incorporate and where I want to go with it like I could think of so many things I know my current long-term but visible goal is um there's a marketplace in my area where they let small businesses pretty much have a a brick and mortar like boutique space and i would love mm -hmm. to just like go in it paint it pink throw all the hey. pastel decor and just like <laughs> plant sweep it's there want an office space my own like studio in the office like yeah. i envisioning all of this and i can uh, see this in the near future hopefully but yeah. I also um, I want to do more events because uh, before the pandemic I used to I used to have my tea parties and I was really surprised people were like driving out of state to come to the tea parties I was just Ooh. like wow really and they're just like yes <laughs> this is my um my friend they had their own uh, tea room in Richmond Virginia and it was so cute it was called the tottering teacup and unfortunately the pandemic 
took no. it out. But I used to um the first time I linked up with them, I was like, Can I host a tea party here for like my and have like a a pop up for my brand? And they're like, Yes, of course. Yeah. So we had like my first sweet bits pop up was was a tea party. I had a, a nice violinist who came in. We had Ooh. special prizes and very like special gifts that you can only get at the tea party. And then the next year we did it, I teamed up with a, a local maid cafe and it was the cutest little Halloween tea party <gasps> event. So like <laughs> it was like I it's it was so cute. I was just like, yes, like everything came out so good. Yeah. So I want to like like do more like themed events for my followers and demographics that they all they love it so much and I also love it too and this um this new tea room had opened up in the area so I'm like okay I'm definitely about to bring the tea parties back I kind of want to do one for like fade day next year I think it'd be so cute I would come a fairy tea party (laughs) (laughs) that'd be adorable yes oh my gosh I kind of want to do more hosting events too because I have a lot of gamers who are also my demographic and I've been trying to um do more products cater towards that but this event mm-hmm. I was working at this past not last weekend but the weekend before um it was a gaming it was a gaming con and like I thought it was really going to be like really good but like it was probably 90% guys there so I'm like these guys wow. are definitely not here for the pink stuff <laughs> at all and I was just like man like there needs to be something more for the girls here and they have like all type of gaming tournaments so they said like people can host one so I was like what if like mm. Sweet Pits hosts like a, a girls only gaming tournament or something like oh my god these are like ideas that I have with, um, you should work with black girl gamers have you seen them I would love to yeah I, I'm obsessed I would love to <laughs> I, there's so many people I want to work with yeah there's I feel so that. much <laughs> there's so much like especially my um i am working on like my upcoming kickstarter this will probably be like in january i was going to try yeah. to do it this year i'm like no this is gonna be a 2023 project but it's going to be like all like kawaii gamer themed stuff like i know i showed yeah. you the rug so that the yes. rug is going to be part of it i've been Eight. designing some wallets and clutch that is <gasps> along with the theme that's yes, so cute like- <laughs> it's it's been it's been a long time planning so i'm hoping that will be great i would love to like work with them on something like maybe Mm. a giveaway or something but i definitely i want to do more like gaming accessories and things like that yeah definitely hit them up like i feel like they would be down for that i'm so shy I want to hire somebody to just like, can you just email these people for me and ask if they want to? I feel that so bad because I email people and then I like, it's like, I feel like I can't breathe. I text my friends, I'm like, I cannot breathe. Like, yeah. (laughs) And then I, that's why I usually send my emails out at night so that I can just like take melatonin. Go to bed. (laughs) I do the same thing. I do that with clients. Like, okay, I'm going to send them this stuff and. If they reply, it'll be in the morning and I don't have to see it. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> All the anxious girlies, we do the same things. We yes. have the same techniques. Look, we have to manage. Yes. It's the best way to manage. <laughs> okay. Now, speaking of anxiety, um, I, I always tell this story, but there was a time I went to Atlanta for like an Essence Magazine event and they had like a pitch competition and then I was on a panel. And so I went by myself. Um, I was in the green room, 
kind of just chilling and waiting until it was time to go on the stage. And then all of a sudden the anxiety like struck me. And yeah, I like a lady came up to me with a clipboard and she was like, are you Jackie? And I just started crying my eyes out. I was shaking. (laughs) We're the same person. (laughs) Yeah. She was like, oh my gosh, what do you need? And then like a bunch of women, I just, I just love black women. Like a bunch of women just like surrounded me. They were like rubbing my back. They were getting me tea. I was like, I need a shot. Like I told them, just give me a shot. And so somebody gave me like alcohol. Oh my goodness. Yeah. So I went on the stage um, for the panel, like, and one of my mentors, she saw me, somebody went up to her, whispered something, pointed at me. And then she turned around and was like, Jackie, like, are you over there crying? And I was like, no. (laughs) And so she's like, if you can't do it, like, let me know. And I was like, no, I can do it. And so I went on the stage and like, you would never have known I was crying. Like, and then I, yeah, I got off the stage (laughs) and then had another panic attack. (laughs) So I share all that to ask, like, is there ways that like your anxiety kind of like gets in the way of business things? All the time. Yeah. <laughs> All the time. <laughs> I am I am also like a fellow crybaby, so like I get it. <laughs> like yeah. I'll be at work and like I tell my boss I need to go take a cry break and she gets it because she knows I'm gonna go cry all the time. Oh like oh man. I feel like a lot of parts, like even like with reaching out to people when I need help and knowing yeah. I need help and just being too anxious to ask for it. Oh. So I'll just like I'll just figure it out and suffer (laughs) not suffer but (laughs) eventually I'll be like I'll suck it up and like work through it or I'll talk to my counselor and like she'll have to calm me down and be like okay let me approach this situation differently yeah yeah anxiety can like really it really could get in the way in this in this little small business world it definitely can and like there are some times where I feel like I'm just like too anxious to like worry about like um the negative outcome or something if I were to like address like I had um old friends mm-hmm. and they we we had started our, our shops around the same time honestly and <clears throat> they had stopped theirs I was like cool but then they had started theirs again and a lot of stuff seemed very similar and I didn't want to be like I want to say something, but I shouldn't. And then my other friends would be like, their stuff looks similar. I'm like, yeah, I'm not going to say that. Do you think though? And I (laughs) feel like because I like, I didn't, it made like, it caused a rift between Mm. us. And I don't know. I feel like maybe if I addressed it and, or no, maybe not. I feel like maybe even if I addressed it, it probably still would have ended up bad. I don't know, oh, no. but I'd be afraid. <laughs> I'd be afraid to like really like address things with folks, especially if it comes to like business, or it mm. can be like, for something negative or even something positive. Like, hey, we should work on something together, and I'll probably miss opportunities just because I won't just like speak up. But I'm working on advocating for myself better. It's just yeah, it's a journey. <laughs> I'm really getting is. there though. <laughs> I'm getting there. I've at least worked up enough to be able to ask like my friend. My, my friend, she works 
doing social media marketing, I'm like, hey, can you please take yeah. over social media marketing for me so I don't have to worry about it? And I can Aww. focus on all the million other stuff. And she's like, yes, of course, I would love to. I'm like, oh, thank God. That was yeah. so hard, but it worked out. <laughs> I'm glad you asked her. No, it's a, it's a huge thing to ask people yeah, for help. Um, it is. And for me, one thing that gave me anxiety was customer service emails. Like I had to hire somebody to just do it. And I would I be need so to afraid to look. Yeah, I'd be so I afraid to, to look. <laughs> but like sometimes my- like... So hey, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh no no no! You please. This is about you. <laughs> I I remember I got, I got like a a Karen email once, and this lady she ordered like three fanny packs, and I think one of them she sent me she sent me a picture, and there was like the a millimeter size thread that was like sticking out, and she's like, I want a full refund and ABC and all of this, and I was like, Wow, man, if you don't just clip it. <laughs> What did you tell her? Did you tell her to clip it? Um, I well, I this is when I had to like bring up my exchange and re- return policy because I had to yeah. like really establish like unless things are like fully damaged or unusual and stuff, mm-hmm. I'm not going to do it. And I had to really like stand my ground. I was I used to be really bad at this with people too, and then it came to the point where I was just shelling out too much money, get doing mm-hmm. returns and refunds for folk with things that. People were telling me, like, you really shouldn't have done that, honestly. I was like, oh, you're right. Yeah. So I had to, like, be really firm with this lady. Be like, ma'am, I'm not going to, like, refund this whole thing for a tiny piece of thread. <laughs> it can be tough. Yeah. It is but tough. I definitely want to hire somebody to, like, do that so I don't have to. Because I most time don't know what to say. And I'm going to just panic about it. So. Right. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah. Anytime somebody's upset, I'm like, my heart's palpitating and having like a defined um policy does help because then you can always like refer like oh please refer to the policy you know like i'm sorry i can't budge it's our policy and stuff and then people can just be mad at the policy instead of being mad at you per se Um, yeah yeah and i had to learn that lesson about like you can't refund everyone and you can't accept all returns also because yeah i was i was losing a lot of money on that stuff um or even like shipping costs where it's like just giving everybody free shipping <laughs> and, then, and not calculating like, oh, yep. you know, I'm actually losing quite a bit by doing this. It's just like, I'm not a mathematician. I right? like this is no, me neither. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Every now and then, like I get jobs. Like I just had a job. Mm-hmm. I've, I've had, well, not a lot of jobs, but I've had more jobs than people think. Like, I don't think people understand that like, it's hard to just run a business by yourself it without is. additional funds. Yeah. And so I think we have this like culture of like, I don't know why there's a sense of shame or something behind having a job. And then people think that running a business is like the a pinnacle of, I don't know, success or whatever, but I don't know. Like, it's still a lot of work. <laughs> it is a lot of work. Like when I had a job, I was like, oh, I have good health insurance. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Benefits? I have benefits. I get a steady paycheck. <laughs> you know? And so it's like it's beneficial and you get to work like on a team towards a common goal where whenever yeah. I'm like alone and working on things. It's so hard. It's so hard to be motivated to like do everything and play every role. Yeah. Um. 
So yeah, there is no shame in the job game to everybody listening. <laughs> yes, like please, like I feel like there's a lot of folk who are, like really think that like they feel bad that they don't they're not just doing their business. Like don't. It's mm-hmm. okay. Like we're all most people are probably working like a main job and running their businesses. It's, mm-hmm. it's fine. It's how these businesses are probably staying afloat. Exactly. So it, it works out. Yeah. It's okay. Get and that job you're... if you need it. It's fine. Exactly. <laughs> Because when your business is like your only source of income, whoo, every email becomes personal. Every sale becomes like yeah. make or break. Yeah. Yeah. Like And like you will be like expecting a great turnout on something like the the video game con that I just did. I was I was hoping for maybe like maybe a fifteen hundred weekend. I barely got to five hundred and I was like, man, no. Well, that was a flop and I was like, <laughs> now we gotta recover from that. <laughs> yeah oh my god i couldn't i me personally i couldn't like deal with that i couldn't mentally deal with that because i'd be stressed all the time and i try my best to not be a stressed out person Mm -hmm. trying like (laughs) which is hard (laughs) i'm always stressed there was a year like high key every month i'd be like i hope i can pay rent i hope i can like sometimes luckily i had a roommate at this time and so i'd be like can you can I pay you later (laughs) like the it's like I would have let's say I made like ten thousand dollars in sales but then it's like you have all these other things like you have to pay for this pay for that and pay for this and then your bills and then paying people and then all of a sudden it's like I'm very broke (laughs) so it's the struggle ma'am it, it really, really is. is. I feel like that's the <laughs> side of things people don't hear about. <laughs> yeah, they don't. They don't because they don't. Like, everyone's like hustle, grind, glorifying like the hustle, the grind. Look at my giant stack of orders. But it's like I was crying right before like making <laughs> these orders. You, know? you didn't see me crying on the floor beforehand. <laughs> exactly. Or like for my Kickstarter. Oh my gosh. Like I said, I'm not a mathematician. So I did the math all wrong on the Kickstarter. (laughs) And I ended up having to pay like over a thousand dollars of my own money for shipping. Yeah. I was like, gosh, damn it. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I had, um, I had, when I did my, uh, my pastel winter sweater that I did, my, my manufacturers one thing they don't tell you is about these manufacturers they will get you mm-hmm. they i sent them my sizing and they i guess they didn't ask me for the collar size so they just mm. set their own collar sizing and just adjusted everything to that so i'm supposed to have like a range of like small to like 4x in these sweaters and they arrive and i'm like why are these four X's fitting like an extra large? Ooh. And they're like, oh, we just adjusted the sizing. I said, yes, you guys did not tell me you did that. So mm. they didn't get my permission before doing this and messed up my whole order. So I'm okay. like, I can't send people who ordered a four X something that fits like an extra large. I wouldn't mm-hmm. do that. So I'm like, cool. So how are we going to fix this? They're like, here's a $500 discount. I'm like, this is not going to really help me. So I had to bite the bullet and reorder all of those again (gasps) in a bigger size with a $500 discount. That was that ended up being like $2,000. Yeah. Wait, did you pay with uh, PayPal? Mm -mm. Dang, I was going to say 
you could get your money back <laughs> like if it was within 90 days dang I'm that so... yeah that shit sorry i did not mentally i'll bleep it out i'll bleep it out that's how steamed up that whole situation <laughs> yeah. had me they're like oh sorry here's a discount like mm, but are y'all right. gonna fix it though <laughs> right but that that was a situation where like i had to bite the bullet and had to pay for that because i did not want my customers to get the wrong product especially because everybody yeah. was like looking so much forward to it like oh mm-hmm. man yeah i don't think people still get you yep and that that happened to me with like i made these stuffed animals <clears throat> And the sample was correct. Then when I got all the stuffed animals, they were all incorrect. And so I was like, these are all incorrect. Give me the correct ones. And so I ended up donating all of those. And then they sent me new ones that were also incorrect. So I was like, gosh, damn it. Yeah. (laughs) So I just sold them at a discount. I'm like, ugh. Wow. people don't realize how much or how often business owners kind of eat the cost. Like, Mm-hmm. especially small business owners because mm-hmm. you know we're, we're ordering like our minimum the minimum order quantity from manufacturers is usually like not a lot for like a big company but like a lot if the minimum order quantity it's a lot is like, for us yeah <laughs> let's say you need to order 200 items for them to even make the item and then the items like five dollars each like that's so much money, I think. Yeah. Let me do this no, it is. right now. Okay, I'm like. <laughs> it is. Yeah, okay, okay, that's $1,000. <laughs> <laughs> and then plus shipping, freight shipping, that's super expensive. Tack on another oh $500 or whatever, depending Listen. on the weight. Yeah. Um, my tip to everybody. Things. Don't let them yeah. shit your, ship your stuff on the on the boat because it will take forever. Mm-hmm. And it will take forever. Oh, yep. my gosh. And, like, one time they shipped it on boat and didn't tell me they shipped it on boat. I was like, no, no. I wanted to pay no. for y'all to ship it on the plane. So it'll be here in three yeah. days, not two months. Like, Oh, oh my no. Gosh. Yeah. And time I was, is money, oh, too. Oh, man. Yes. Mm-hmm. I had people blowing up my email. It was the middle of the pandemic. It was the waiting for the fanny packs to arrive. Waiting for those yeah. to arrive. Middle of the pandemic. They took months to get here. And then they they came over the span of like four days mm. like the day they say okay they're expected to be here and only one box showed up i had oh, a meltdown no. on my porch oh, oh my <laughs> i was like they ruined it my <laughs> no. stuff that's lost and then the next day here comes three more boxes i'm like where is everything yeah that's so stressful oh my gosh <laughs> and then another stressful aspect um that's kind of like aligned with that is the mail service like we're at the mercy of the united states postal service like if they decide to increase their rates we have to increase our rates too and then people are like what your shipping was just five dollars yesterday why is it seven dollars today it's like because the money the shipping money does not go to the business it goes to usps or ups or whatever (laughs) yeah and so i think sometimes people put it all on the business owner and yeah or there was like even i think during 2020 there was some kind of mail delay just i don't even remember why that happened it was horrible (laughs) yeah and so 
that I think they were also up. like protesting and I think that was part of like oh. the delays as well there was a lot going on I was just like man yeah I'm like I'm here for the post office workers but I know the my customers are about to feel a way about it yeah and so it's it's a lot <clears throat> of communicating like you have to be in constant communication with your customers like you know I tried to send out a lot of emails where it's like Hey, you guys, like, and my emails were so unprofessional when I think back on them because I used to, <laughs> I used to act like it was like my personal diary. Like, hey, guys, I'm feeling this way. So. <laughs> I used to love it, though. I was like, oh, she's so personable. I can relate to this. Love it. Oh, yay. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I'd be like, I'm feeling this way. And also, the male is doing this. So, boo. <laughs> Something I want other people to understand about, like, with us and dealing with mail services, because I've seen people like, we'll just make uh, the UPS and FedEx an option. We'll pay whatever. I'm just like, that's not always an easy option for us, because, like, the UPS may be, like, two hours away. That's the closest mm-hmm. one to me. Like, they're not as readily available as, like, the post offices. Also, they're much more expensive. So Right. It's like it's not that easy. Like our whatever we're choosing is probably whatever is the best decision that we can accommodate you guys. Mm-hmm, so just mm-hmm. respect that. <laughs> yeah, I think this will be a great episode for people who are customers to kind of see mm-hmm. like all the all the stress, <laughs> all the stress. Yeah, I man. I've I definitely had to um. I had to be uh, transparent with my customers because in, uh, I don't know, you may have seen, in, in 2020, I was, like, going through it. My my great aunt and uncle, they both had, like, died from COVID beginning of the year. And then my grandmother died the next month. And, like, my family oh. lives in the Caribbean, so, like, we couldn't travel to go there. And then a couple months later, my brother died suddenly. Mm. And I had to be, like, okay, I'm dealing with way too much and yeah. I cannot focus on my shop. I hope people aren't going to get mad because I've seen people mm-hmm. like react like this and not really like remember that there are real people behind these businesses, you know? Mm-hmm. And <clears throat> I had to put out that message like, hey, you guys, my brother just died. I'm dealing with so much. I'm going to go radio silent for a little bit. And like, thankfully, my it was like the first time I really saw like my whole like Sweet Bits community like really show out to be like, take your time don't even worry we'll be here and like really that moment really like made me feel like dang like my supporters really like care and they're not gonna they're there for me and that's Mm -hmm. like one thing I always like want to remind people like people are following you because they follow you for you they like you they're there for you you know if you take long to put something out they'll still be excited and this was something I had to like remind myself because like after Dealing with all of my deaths, I got engaged, and then I have to focus on planning my wedding. So mm. I'm dealing with all of this while running overdrive of my business. I had like I need to take a break, and yeah. I was so worried. I'm like, I'm I'm away for too long. What if people forgot? But I've been seeing people's excitement for <clears throat> us for me coming back. I'm like, okay, people Aww. they're still going to be there. They're still supporting, and I'm like, um, it helps motivate me to like reopen and put things out for people. So I'm thankful to my supporters and yeah. remember, folks, that your supporters they're they're there for y'all. And oh yeah, remember, we're all real people here. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> and I like that you bring up that like supporters are are empathetic 
you know, to when we announce like life changes and things like that, because yeah, yeah I, sometimes I put a lot of pressure on myself and I'm like, ah, nobody's going to care that like I'm going through X, Y, Z or whatever. And then you put it out there and everybody's like, oh yeah, girl, no, you're fine. You know, take five years, mm-hmm. 10 years, whatever, <laughs> we'll still be around. And it's like, it's heartwarming to be able to build a community around something you've created mm-hmm. and a community that can like support you through things like that. Like, I can't even imagine going through all of that. Oh my gosh. It was in, a, in that year. It was a lot. <laughs> it yeah. was a lot. I ain't gonna lie. Yeah. And especially in a year like that, like, oh my gosh, 2020 was horrifying. Like, for so. for no reason, like Lord, I was like, please yeah. ease up. <laughs> it's been yeah. too much. <laughs> I was like, is Lord. this the rapture? Like, are we? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> for a little bit, I was just like, damn, did we get left behind? Because right. like, <laughs> right, I was like, I thought I'd be beamed up. Like... <laughs> 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 oh my god. Yeah, 2020 was a hot <laughs> a mess. Me. Oh my gosh. And mess. since we're on the topic of 2020, one thing about 2020 that kind of like scarred me was, and this is going to sound crazy, but the the extra support that we got like on social media and stuff like that, like I made more in one month in orders than I would make in like, I'd say four five six months and so i was like whoa and then a bunch of yeah it's like a bunch of new followers that kind of threw off the energy in my community because like i feel like i curated a very specific vibe and now here's this wave of new people who don't know the journey don't know Mm -hmm. me or anything like that and then i did not feel good about any of it because like I'm like all this support came off the back of a, a death like yeah. um and it didn't feel completely genuine <laughs> but then I felt like I had to be grateful and I was so it was like this weird like thing I feel I you I, yeah. I definitely feel you on those on those emotions because I was feeling the same thing I was just like this is really cool because like oh cool like boost but it's just like uh I feel mm-hmm. like these folks like these followers aren't like I don't want to say they're not genuine followers because that seems mean yeah. but <clears throat> I don't know it, it felt like it felt like an odd time yeah. it was and like I was I was thankful but I was like, are you guys here to support and be part of this community? Or like, mm-hmm. are we just here to be a token, like black follow? Because I see, I saw a lot of that. And I saw, you know, I saw this happen to um, a friend of mine who also black, black, white business owner. And she, she got a major influx, but the, it seemed like the major influx of people weren't like nice folk. And mm. They they ended up like I don't know they kind of like turned on her and it was it was horrible to see and I was just like I don't yeah. I, it made me feel bad to see like a, a smaller black business just like have things just turned on them in the worst way mm-hmm. and it was just like but you guys were all here trying to support us and trying to uplift us but it seems I don't exactly know. and that's it, it was like, actually a- <clears throat> it's not genuine it's not genuine if you're right. turning around and pitchforking you know yeah and that's why I'm always like 
I'm wary sometimes of being in this community, knowing that we are definitely a minority in it. Like, just like mm-hmm. my experience with the the Karen creator, it definitely put a damper on my feelings being in this community because I was just like, okay, these big creators yeah. really don't care if they're just like doing this to like a, a smaller black brand event. Like, uh, mm-hmm. it, I, I'm with you on the icky feelings. Yeah, it, it was. Left it was them. strange. I was like crying every day. I was like, I was oh, like, no. well, this is yeah. I was like, this is great, but like, I'm like, I don't know. I, like, I couldn't be happy. <laughs> I just couldn't be yeah. happy about it. Um, and then speaking of like getting so many orders that it messes up like the infrastructure of a business. Cause I know that's what happened. Um, yeah. With who you're talking about, like people don't understand that while it's amazing to get a lot of orders at once, you have to have grace when that happens to a person, because if I was only that... expecting 30 orders and I got 300, I do not have the materials to like create 300 orders. So it's going to take a longer time. And, you know, and so I would say like my advice to to people would be like put a cap on how many orders can go through because like even pro- if even if you're like let me refund everyone processing all those refunds takes a like lot. time. Yeah, so it's a lot. And yeah, pricey. So, like. Mhm. And so I don't know, I just I just want people to have empathy. Um that's all I want for owners. people to have just give give folks some grace. Yeah. empathize a little bit and just understand that we're all like one one person behind a brand trying to cater to everyone it's a lot yeah and play every role play an accountant every a marketer oh um a mathematician and, <laughs> like, you know, and for the people who like we're putting out fires stuff, all the time a hundred percent of the time like if it's yeah. not manufacturer things like what happened to you then it's like mm. a customer service issue or like a an influx of orders or maybe you ordered too many things and then when the time came you only sold 10 of them and then it's like well now what do i do with 150 things <laughs> that i have left behind uh. yeah so it's it's a tricky dance and that's why i'm like it is I don't know. E-commerce to me, it's like my first love. I absolutely adore e-commerce. I love creating things, but then I'm like, it's kind of nice not doing it. (laughs) 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 You know, (laughs) I know I get it because I've been enjoying this break. I'm like, it feels good to just wake up and not have to worry about anything. Right. (laughs) Then I then I I start to miss it. I'm like, all right, that was fine. I'm trying. I'm ready to get back. Right. And I think But I definitely feel you on feeling stressless from it though. Yes. It's like I think that's why I'm even making like like this podcast because it's like a way for me to build something, like further Mm -hmm. a brand without like sitting cross legged on my floor, like poking pins and like, you know, all this stuff. Not that anything's wrong with that, but like I don't know. That was like my worst part of the worst part for me was like pin packing. Pin, pin packing is the word. I always try to see how do people like streamline or make it easier. I've seen people who are like just laid on top of styrofoam and just pop them in. I was just like, yeah. that's so brilliant. Why didn't right. I think of that? <laughs> yeah, I think I I'll started doing that later. Um, but yeah, they also have these little pin back removers where you can just like slide them to like pop them off. What? Yeah. What? Yeah. <laughs> and then there are some companies that 
they charge extra so your pins would be expensive but they they end up like put packaging it for you and then like sending yeah. you pre-packaged pins but uh for it's an extra price yeah. yeah for me i'm like i'd rather do just it. do it yeah. myself <laughs> yeah like it's like no thank you i will get her done but okay so in our final minutes i want to talk about cartoons <laughs> Let's do it. (laughs) So, what are you watching? What do you suggest to our fellow magical people out there listening? Um, I just finished rewatching Nana because I need to give myself emotions all the time. (laughs) But I know a lot of people who are like newer anime fans and are like going back to like rewatch some of the older ones that got all of us into it. Mm -hmm. I'm definitely telling y'all to go to Hulu and watch Nana. It is unfinished. I am going to warn you of that, (laughs) but it it is really, really, really good. Um. My my number one suggestion always is Michiko and Hachin. I feel like it's hey. the black girl anime, honestly. <laughs> it, it is. is. Um, is. Carol and Tuesday on Netflix, please. Because I just feel like it did not get enough love from anybody. It's so soft. Yeah. It's a, such a nice story. The music is amazing. It's won awards for the music. Um, I just watched Belle recently so i'm oh i saw heavily that obsessed yeah. i'm really obsessed <laughs> i any anime that has like really good music in it i'm probably going to be hooked onto it yeah and and Wait, finally the music was as, good but but we gotta talk about the ending we gotta talk about the ending because this is a spoiler alert if you have not seen bell <laughs> and you want to see bell skip this section stop <laughs> but, yeah stop listening right now um and just like hang it up but anyway the ending of <laughs> bell i was i was rocking with the movie until the very end and then i was like huh <laughs> you know with the two Which little part? boys the two little boys yes. where, yeah i'm like so that's it like you're not gonna they're just gonna go like, back in they, there are they gonna be okay yeah. like, <laughs> did y'all call cps right it's like <laughs> <laughs> they, just kind of went, they just kind of went back and i was like what was the point in any of uh, this i don't know yeah how did you i'm so glad you just pointed this out because it just i'm like oh my gosh they did just go back to their dad yeah they just went right back in <laughs> and i'm mad that all those people let her go by herself to this like abusive I was man mad. i was <laughs> yelling at her father I'm like how dare you let your daughter just <laughs> go get her yeah even her friends left her those like older ladies were like yeah, yeah bye like, yeah those were her mom's friends when i found out they were her mom's friends i'm like so y'all just gonna let her daughter just like go off right like, y'all, yeah y'all <laughs> they even walked her to the bus station they were like bye <laughs> like, that made no it, you know what you're right because that actually literally made no sense now that i think yeah. about it like they didn't think about that part of the plot at all. No, they did not. <laughs> at all. Okay, so the plot did not get wrapped up really properly with that, but it was no. visually very pretty and the music was it great. Was. It was. It was stunning. <laughs> it was. Like it, it was it's supposed to be based off of Beauty and the Beast and I saw yeah. different elements of that and I liked it that it wasn't like exactly like a, a redo of Beauty and the Beast. So I did yeah. appreciate that angle of approaching that story yeah that one was no. different for sure for that one yeah it was a but cute yeah, little that. retelling yeah and i think my my final suggestion is 
going to be Fruits Basket because I am obsessed with Fruits Basket and Ooh. it's always going to have my heart. It is very emotional. It, it, there's definitely some heavy subject matter to it, but it's funny. It's a romance. It's probably yeah. always been probably the top shoujo. Like, please watch it. I need to watch yes. that. Okay, you're the second guest I've had you're- that's like, watch Fruits Basket. <laughs> I'm suggesting for you to watch it, but it it it's such a yeah. good story. Like, I bought the manga when I was uh, 10. It was my first Aww. manga. So, and it was the first, like, series I was, like, heavily attached to. And it's it's great storytelling. It's it's still so popular to this day for a reason. That's, yeah. that's the best way to put it. The reboot is beautiful. I suggest everybody to watch it, enjoy it. It's amazing. You will cry, you will laugh. I love crying. (laughs) (laughs) And if you like Chinese Zodiac, you'll love it even more. Okay, I'm gonna watch it because I love anything that makes me cry. It's it's sick. You're gonna cry. (laughs) And you're gonna cry in the first episode. Okay, (laughs) I'll definitely watch it. I also need to watch Nana. Like I've never seen Nana, and people are always shocked. Especially older anime fans really will enjoy Nana. Really, I love it. I'm hoping because the creator is like there seems to be movement on the nana front and i'm like it's been years i hope we're finally about to get closure because it's it's been unfinished for like over a decade oh my god yeah the creator she she's been sick all this time but she's finally like showing movement of continuing the story so fingers crossed yeah that's awesome i hope she's able to continue like i'm glad she's like doing better and feeling Mm -hmm. okay it's been long yeah, and I'm glad it doesn't seem that people are like hounding her to finish. No. Um, so that's good. Like and that's I love a non-toxic <clears throat> fan base. <laughs> They're rare to find. Yeah. They're rare to find. Mm-hmm. Well, I've been seeing all the toxicity with Lord of the Rings, with Girl. um what's that other one? The other medieval one. Um uh was it? <laughs> what is Game it of Thrones? Game House of Thrones Dragon? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Listen, I am not like a super <laughs> fantasy person, so like sometimes yeah. I'd be missing on the names, but like oh, I'm a right. Yeah, I, I did not finish Game of Thrones. I think I got three. Me seasons neither. In. Yeah, me too. So we're in the middle of the third season. Yeah, I'm like, all right, this is really long. I'm gonna come back to it though. So long, and I I feel like I had to hyper focus. I'm like, I don't even know what y'all are saying. Like I just. <laughs> I don't even know why we fight and like what right <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm like, sitting like I'm in the middle of season you? three lost like all yeah right. I, I forgot the plot exactly like and there's so many characters I'm like whose brother is who whose sister is who whose cousin is what like I just I don't know like I just did not and one of my exes like he's obsessed with Game of Thrones and he would talk about it every day I was like I can't do it I can't but maybe my one coworkers of are like that. My coworkers would watch it religiously, and they'll have their meeting in the office. Like it used to be, like every time they meet a new episode, I'm just like, I hope yeah. y'all. Are, I'm 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 glad y'all are happy and enjoying it. I can't join. Right. This <laughs> right. Every now and again, like if somebody was talking about Game of Thrones, I would literally just throw things out there, like mm, the Red Wedding, right? And then they'd be like, and then they would go on and on and on, and I'd just be like blankly, like, yeah. I'd be like, I just like the blue dragon. Yeah, that exactly, one. Exactly. I'm just yeah. here to look at them, honestly. <laughs> I'm like, what about Hodor? Yep, Hodor. Yep. <laughs> no, like, <laughs> no, oh my god. <laughs> no, not a thing. They're all yeah. overlaps to me. 
Right. Same here. <laughs> Same here. <laughs> but those fandoms are toxic. So it's always yeah. nice to see like a, a sweet little fandom. Yeah. But okay, so now we are reaching the end of this episode. Um, I really love this chat. I feel like it's an important Yay, topic. And definitely. I feel like, yeah, I feel like people will learn from it. And then also kind of both business owners and customers will learn to see things from, I guess, each other's point of view. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so before we go, tell people again where they can find you um, on the internet. Yes. Um, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at pastel dots. And that's a Z, not a S. That is a common mistake. <laughs> but you can also find my shop at sweetbits.net or at shop sweetbits on Instagram as well. And if you guys need design help, I am still freelancing and taking clients. I am SD Ray Design on Instagram. Come find me. Ooh. Okay. So that's it, magical people. <laughs> See you next time. Bye. Bye. Okay, don't hang up yet.